You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. Seven minutes after 11, it is a Thursday, which means it's time for the Literature Corner. 702 and Cape Talk, the Literature Corner. And it is time for the monthly Lit Quiz. And of course, this is when you can pretend to know more than the contestants in the studio. Uh, because it's always easier to play when you are not actually on air, but it can be tricky when it gets very, very nerve-wracking as well. But today's um, contestants are both so clued up. I think it's going to be one of those ones that will be very close. That's just my prediction. Uh, Teresa is back. She's, of course, the one who won last week. I mean, last month. Uh, Teresa Mallinson, who's a freelance journalist, writer, and uh, just a lover of books and ideas and... Knows too much about everything. Teresa, are you ready to win again? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> it's lovely to see you. Welcome to the studio. Thank you. Your contestant um, that you're going up against got so nervous that she decided to swat a bit longer. And so instead of traveling, stayed home to make sure that she goes through a library a fifth time so that she can beat you. A journalist at ENCA.com, Andrea van Weyck. Goeiemorgen, Andrea. Goeiemorgen, Eusebius, but you're wrong. Okay, look, I, I'm a, I, I, I am scared, I won't lie. I am afraid, but I'm not at home. I am at work, so I've just quickly snuck out to come and talk to you. <laughs> okay, you guys know how the rules work? There are no rules. I'll make them up as we go along. But we try to be fairly consistent. I ask a question of each of you in turn. If you get it right, you get um, two points. If you get it wrong, then the other person gets an opportunity to steal a point from you. And every now and then, I randomly award different uh, magnitude uh, points to different questions, depending on how I feel. And then we see who emerges, um, roughly, the winner by the time we get to half past 11. Uh, Teresa, seeing as you are the defending champ, we're going to start with you. Are you ready? Yes. First question. And obviously, you can tell up your points if you're playing along wherever you are. Who is the author in this clip? And, and I want both answers the name of the author and also what book was she reviewing on this show a few weeks back my goodness guys higher grade right at the beginning dystopian fiction again it's taking um completely plausible concerns i believe it originally came out in 1987 um and it's looking at the fight for women's rights which again is something very close to my heart um and especially our sexual freedom and our reproductive rights i don't know is that it is that the clue um mostly i'm hard at work when it's your show and i can't always listen <laughs> <laughs> huskies andrea did you recognize that author and um, who she was reviewing I don't know about the author, but I think she's referring to Margaret Atwood's Handmaid's Tale. I'm gonna play. Possibly. I'm gonna play the trip tip. To the you, you're right. That is what she was reviewing, and well done, you nerd, you. Now listen to the voice and see whether you can, out of academic interest, because I'm gonna give you one point anyway. See whether you can identify. The only clue okay. is, notwithstanding her accent, and I love your accent. If you are listening, um, it is a South African author. 
dystopian fiction. Again, it's taking um, completely plausible concerns. I believe it originally came out in 1987. Teresa now um, knows who it is. Who is it, Teresa? And it's looking Hello, at the fight for women's rights. It was. Which again, is something very close to my heart. Um, <laughs> and especially our sexual freedom. In fact, Lauren Bierkes, did, did you recognize her voice, Andrea? No, I did not. Yeah, that's she what she sounds like. And she's one of the coolest authors to listen to speaking about literature. I I bought all of her books at the Franschuk Literary Festival just on account of how incredibly she speaks about literature. Um, I've struggled with her books. I need to give them another go. But um, she's so charismatic and compelling as a speaker that anything that she talks about, you want to immediately go and buy as well. Yes, your yeah, fo- and her books are very smart. Her books are very, very smart. They are, aren't they? Which ones have been your favorite? Um, I have to say her first two books, uh, Moxie Land and, um, oh goodness, uh, Zoo City. Yes. Um, I think probably because they're set in South Africa and the other two aren't set in South Africa. For the American market, yeah. And she spoke about that at Franschuk, in fact, because someone gave her grief and said, why are you suddenly having this mega cityscape that is in North America? And, um, and she handled it quite well. Okay. Here's your first question. Which of the following two titles is the correct title for the latest book of one Nick Mschlongo. Option A, Soweto, Under the Avocado Tree. Option B, Soweto, Under the Apricot Tree. Um, sure. Um, 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 um. Teresa can't wait oh. for you to get it wrong because she knows the answer. Okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay, I'll be honest with you. I'm not sure, so I'm going to take a guess. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with apricot. Yes, yeah. that's right. <laughs> Good and guess. That was a guess. I'll be honest, that was a guess. Well, I mean, it was 50-50, so yeah. You had a 50% chance, and you happened to get it right. Teresa, who is the author of Ching Chung Cherries and Other Stories? It sounds familiar, but I don't know. <laughs> I've been meaning to buy this book because everyone that I respect who has read the book really ask me, enjoys ask it. Ask me because I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and wonderful, wonderful young author, Mandela Rhodes scholar as well. But everyone's a Mandela Rhodes scholar. These ah, I don't say years. that. Everyone. <laughs> there are a lot of Mandela Rhodes scholars, but not all of them are published authors. Um, give it to Andrea. Andrea? Um, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing her first name correctly. I think it's either like Jolyn Phillips. Yes. Look at you. Now, yeah, five points for the first one out of the two of you who can shout out the answer to the following question. Which local award did Ching Chung Cherries and Other Stories win? Ugh. Sunday Times Fiction? I don't know. Out of Shrine or something? <laughs> nah, this is quite cool. I didn't know this. Wow, and this is very high, bra. Know this. Wow, and this is very high, bra. Because the darn academics on the panel just do not seem to recognize books that don't have um, a million and one boring references in them, even if the ideas are compelling. So well done to her, Miss um, Phillips. It is, in fact, the third Humanities and Social Sciences Award. Um, wow, that's pretty cool. Very cool. 2018. Very glad, glad about that. Okie dokie. That means we are back with Teresa or Andrea. Where are we now? Guys, you know I'm getting old, man. I turned 39 the other day. <laughs> it's Andrea. Is it Andrea's turn? 
Andrea, take a listen to the following audio. And then the question I want you to answer is, who was one of the founders of the Sunday Times Literary Awards? I'm a Joburg boy. I know that Fortsburg. Whoa, that's such a short clip. Abel, do you call that a clue? That clip is many things. A clue is not one of them. And, and I've, got a, I've got a clue on my year on, on the sheet in front of me, but Teresa doesn't need a clue, so I'm not going to give you the clue, even though you're entitled to um, it. Okay. Shall I give Andrea the clue anyway? Yeah, I don't think yeah, the clue will help her. I don't think the clue will help Andrea. Although don't she's think a. So. I don't, well, you're a radio nerd, so you might get it. Okay, here's the clue, to be fair. The person, he or she, used to host a show for many years on 702 and Cape Talk. The rest of the clue I'm not going to give. Oh, hold on. Please play the clip again. <laughs> play the clip again. Okay. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. I'm a Joburg boy. I know that Fortsburg. Ah, 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 ah. Very wronger. Yes! <laughs> Whoa. Teresa, here's an easy one for you. Name one of the judges of this year's Sunday Times Literary Awards. I, I looked at the titles. I didn't actually look that up. Um, so you see the long list over the weekend? Yeah, I did see the long list. I didn't, I didn't care about the judges. I didn't <laughs> care about the books. Now, <laughs> there is a true book lover. <laughs> um, let me guess. It's not you, is it, Eusebius? No, it's, okay. not, it's not me, but one of them is one of my colleagues, in fact, um, who is a talk show host for Cape Talk, sometimes fills in. In fact, he's going to be doing the show tomorrow. Um, another one is a wonderful book owner who also used to be a books editor for Jenny Chris Williams, who runs a bookstore in Melville that you have been to for book events a million times. And I'll, I'll even make it bigger. It doesn't just have to be for fiction. It can also be one of the Ellen Payton ones. One of the Ellen Payton ones is one of the country's most well-loved Constitutional Court judges. Okay, there's a lot of those. A lot of clues. Oh, um, Edwin Cameron. Yes, give her two points. Thank you. For he all is, your in fact, help. yeah, he is, in fact, one of the judges. But um, my colleague, uh, who is the the one that is the convener for the fiction prize, the Barry Ronger Prize, is Africa Malani. Yeah. Okay, so here is your one. Then we're going to tally it up and take a little bit of a break. But before we do so, and you absolutely. Must read the book that um, this person has written, Andreth, if you haven't already, although knowing you, you probably already have. Um, it had me both in tears but also in awe of how wonderfully it was sculpted despite the subject matter. Which award-winning former TV and radio news anchor who best remembered for the years that she spent waking South Africans on SABC's Morning Live has just released her memoir. And I should say to the the people who compile these questions, you have my full permission to use punctuation. Was it because my father was an alcoholic that I ended up in a you know abusive that ended up in an abusive relationship, or was it just realizing my biggest fear because I was so vehement and so adamant about not ever ending up like that that it was just I think sometimes we do that we realize our biggest fears, um, and then the other times like when I write the book where I think it was it was just meant to be it was. Um, I was meant to write the story. I'll okay, let's cut it there because I want to interview her. So let's not play other people's interviews for too long. Oh, Andrea, gosh. can I give you a weird cryptic clue? Just 
Just because. Okay. Yeah. Her surname. Now I must get my grammar terms right. Hey, eh? her surname is the continuous present of the word went. How about that? Con- continuous present. What? The oh continuous present tense of the word went. That's right, isn't it? Absolutely, Mr. Holder will be very proud of me. Um. Oh gosh, I'll be very honest with you. I'm not very sure. Um, I wish you could see Teresa's face. She <laughs> is searching desperately to work out my cryptic clue. I know. Um, <laughs> okay, that's it. I'm afraid I'm going to ask Teresa no. to steal a point from you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I feel Andrea's stolen a lot of my points today. <laughs> so now it's my she turn. Has, yes. Um, Tracy going. That's right, going. Oh. <laughs> and I, that's right, right? It's present continuous, isn't it? I think so. You're correct is. on that. Yes. Yeah, it is present continuous. So, it is far closer than I thought, because I thought Andrea has been stealing a lot of points. Andrea, you're on five points. Teresa, you're on four. It is very close. Let's breathe a little bit. We come back. We've got ten minutes left, and then we'll play the rest of the monthly lit quiz. And in the meantime, I'm going to go into Twitter and see how you are getting on there and whether you've corrected any unintended errors that I might have made. Early Breakfast with Abs Weekdays from 4 to 6 a.m. The death of two phenomenal women this week has taught me something. John F. Kennedy, who said that the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is that good men do nothing. You and me must not keep quiet. Let those who hate, let them hate. But we continue to speak out against them. But we also who do not hate must continue to teach and must continue to educate so that we counter evil with some good. Abs on Cape Talk, your number one news and talk station. Tools for sawing, tools for sanding, tools for routing, tools for drilling, tools for joining, tools for clamping, tools for painting, tools for turning, tools for measuring, tools for sharpening. <sighs> At toolsforwood.co.za, you'll find over 15,000 woodworking tools and accessories in one place. From leading brands like Bosch, Festool, Dremel, DeWalt, Hitachi, Stanley, and Craig. Hundreds of online project plans, how-to guides and product reviews, and of course, all the woodworking tools you'll ever need. Delivered to your door anywhere in South Africa. Toolsforwood.co.za Woodworking made easy. Did you know 78% of road crashes are due to human factors which include excessive speeding, the abuse of alcohol and drugs? In South Africa, approximately 13,000 people per year lose their lives on the country's roads. The Department of Transport views this as a daily issue which it addresses through the 365-day road safety program and other law enforcement interventions. Road safety is everyone's business. Let us all be safe and arrive alive. Transport, the heartbeat of South Africa's economic growth and social development. This message is brought to you by the Department of Transport. Whether you're looking for an industrial, commercial or residential pump, you need a pump you can trust. A sturdy, reliable pump that will get the job done. And there's only one place you can find a pump like that, at CRI Pumps. With over five decades of experience, CRI Pumps is a leader in the pump industry, providing pumps to customers from diverse fields, including water supply, mining, oil, gas, sewage, waste and more. For pumps of unmatched quality, visit cripumps.co.za today. This one's for the active citizens who went further than having a dream for a better world. The ones who didn't ask who would do it, but said, I will do it. Amazing people doing extraordinary things. Your hard work and dedication brought a smile to someone's face, opened minds, set hope alive. You changed someone's life. 
You are someone's hero. And Lead SA wants to applaud you for your exceptional work. If you are out there doing amazing things in your community or know someone who deserves the title of Lead SA Hero of the Month, visit leadsa.co.za and nominate your hero today. 702 and Cape Talk, The Literature Corner. It is near the Literature Corner, and so far it is just a one-point difference between Teresa and Andrea. It's very, very close, and I see a lot of you also struggling with these questions, and that's because they are quite hard, and the team decided, we, d- we decided, that we must make them a little bit harder than normal because we have two particularly good contestants today uh, in these two um, book lovers that we have on the show. Teresa, it's your turn for the next question. What is the title of Andrew Miller's debut novel, that won the 2015 Danan Debut Fiction Award in manuscript form and was subsequently published by Jakarta Media. It's dubstep something, but I don't know the rest of it. Can I get half a point? Dub what? Dubstep. Dubstep. Yeah, dubsteps, we'll give it to you. Ah. I've never heard of it. Oh, it's really good. Is it good? It's really, Give us a quick, really, really a quick thirty-second descriptor. Um, it's a speculative fiction novel set in sort of like a semi-post-apocalyptic South Africa, but it is so vividly and beautifully written. It's one of those, it, you know, it's got a sci-fi premise, but it's really about people, and it's just about a group of people who got left behind and how they try and create a new community and and what it would be like. But it is so beautifully written. Give Andrea one point for that beautiful review. You get an extra point. Yes. Yes. Well, I haven't actually read it yet, but now I'm definitely going to. Yes. Lovely. Thank you for that, Andrea. Sounds very, very cool. Hunger Eats a Man by Nkosinati Sitole is set around one character. Why does she get all the multiple choice, guys? A carpenter, a priest, or a doctor? What is the right answer? It's a priest. That's right. Permission, Andrea and Teresa and uh, Megan and Marva, to be controversial? Because, you know, we're very nice to each other in the South African literary community. I thought this was a really, really boring book. And I thought it was quite politically correct because it deals with hunger that it ended up getting the the Barry Ronga Prize. Please don't quote me. (laughs) Can I be honest? I really thought it was flimsy. And I could imagine people coming with over-the-top... Um, descriptions of how it is this beautiful allegory for future societies that will collapse when we're all starving. But I actually think it didn't quite have that thing, that Orwellian type thing. Yeah, I, I haven't read it. I read the blurb and that's how I knew the answer. But if you'd <laughs> asked me any details, I would not have been able to. Have you read it? You. I still have to read it as well. I've got and a I'm, long I'm very sorry. Time. I'm sure you're a very nice guy in Kosinati. I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but that's really how I felt. I was a bit surprised at that one. But, you know, different judging panels, different um, decisions. The author of this science fiction book, Tracer, is who? And again, my poor commas are missing. This is for me, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, science fiction isn't my genre. So, no idea. Pass it to Andrea. Andrea? Yeah, so... Um I've just read it, um, and I have to tell you that it's very cool. Um, but um, I love how she's torturing now, us, right? First, <laughs> yeah. giving the review, then the answer. 
Yeah, so um, I'll be very honest with you. Like, I'm struggling to remember the CERN, but I've literally read it. Like, I read it like two weeks ago. What's his name? Uh, okay, so it's Rob, and I know the surname starts with a B. So just give me a second. Okay, can I give you another um, weird clue? I'm in a very okay. weird mood today. What yeah. is what is a colloquial word we use for people who are clever? Uh, 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 Buffin, it's Buffard, Rob yes. Buffard. Yes! Yes! That's right. And Megan, five points to the presenter there for a cool clue. Still means I'm in third place. I'm going to give you a random opportunity for three points. Thank you. And you'll just have to guess the answer. Which university did Rob study at? Rhodes University. You gave her three points? <laughs> Last one. Andrea? Dello. What is the full title by Rajesh? Sundaram's book detailing, I love this question, for the following euphemistic phrase, how a local 24-hour TV channel was set up. No clues. Hello? I can't give you a clue. Uh, sorry, you want, sorry I, I missed the question. What is the, full, what is the full title by one Rajesh Sundaram of a book that he had written detailing how a local... Still for now, 24-hour TV news channel was set up. Um, it's indentured, uh, indentured behind the scenes at Gupta TV. My God, is there anything you don't know? Wow. Is there anything you do not know? right now. It's like our version of Fire and Fury. <laughs> wow. I suppose you're also going to get the bonus question here on my sheet. What number on the DSTV booklet? Is this channel? Bocret. <laughs> it's, it's 404, isn't it? No. Nope. 404. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell you how happy the auditors are that you got something wrong because we like it when it's close. Do you want to steal a point? 407? You don't know. Oh, my God. Can, we, can I ask an awkward question of both of you? You probably don't have TV because you only have books, no? Um, yeah, that's actually true. <laughs> it's actually 405. It's four or five. Okay. okay, look, it's because I always watch. Okay, look, it's because I always watch four zero three. Okay, so two last <laughs> questions, and then we'll tally it up. Um. Okay, I'm trying to find a nice one. You see, um, I want to be nice to you, Teresa, because I don't know random Gramestown connections. Dancing the Death Drill by Fred Kumalo is about which major world event? Or historical event. The sinking of the SS Mendy. Yes, absolutely in correct. In 1917. Oh, let me hear. Now, this could make the difference between winning or losing. The person who gets the following right can get four points. It has to be absolutely right. Not closest, absolutely right. How many troops drowned off the coast of England? Uh. No, I'd, I'd be lying if I told you. I'm not sure. I think 600, but I can't. 650, some, I can't do better than that. Oh, that was dangerously close. 618, and guess what? It is 12, 12, 12. There's a tie, which means sudden death. 702 and Cape Talk, the literature corner. Yep, and now we've got to play Sudden Death because it's the monthly lit quiz and there is a dead heat. So I'm going to ask you each a question in turn. If one of you gets 
your question right and the other doesn't, then obviously we have a winner failing, which will then ask a ballpark question that you probably will get wrong, but then we will take the person who is uh, closest to the correct answer. So the first question in this round of sudden death goes to you, Teresa. Which author said the following? I like to break rules. I like to play. Writing fiction is a way of playing. I write away from home, often in coffee shops and bookstores, in order to avoid my home that is full of domestic distractions and beckoning bookshelves. I do not have a writing room yet. That sounds like every author, doesn't it? That's just what I was thinking. Like so every I have author. no idea. But there, there, there are options, and then there is a correct answer, and that's all that matters. Is it A, Renelwe Malachi? Is it B, Mbulelo Mzamane? Or is it C, Mokosa Zana Klaba? I'm going to just guess B. It is in fact C, which means that if you get the following answer right, then you're going to be our winner, Andrea. Founder, Founder of World Without Wine, Janet Gurand, reviewed this author's book. Take a listen to this clip. Okay, we don't have the clip. Um... But the title of the book, which she reviewed last week, in fact, on this show, is Diary of a Sober Girl. I think. Diary of a Sober Girl. What Did are you I looking for? The name oh. of the author. Diary of a Sober Girl. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Haven't read it. No idea. Yeah, you can be excused. Um, it's Not everyone is into sober lit. That is what it's called. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Her name is in fact Claire Pooley And it is absolutely stunning It really is a stunning book I recommend it highly It's quite a fun uh, a fun one So now we're going to do a ballpark um, question um, In which year Was Winnie Mandela born? Okay Who- Okay, first, um, who's going to go first? Say me. Me. Me? Okay, me Me go first. 1936. Interesting. Andrea, what do you say? <laughs> okay, this is going to make things hard because it is 1936. I know. <laughs> I know the story this morning. <laughs> Okay, um, that, that went horribly can wrong. Give, can I give you the date? Can I give you the full date? Oh, I can also give you the full date. <laughs> <laughs> it's my mum's birthday, 26 September. Okay, then I'm going to ask the weirdest tie-breaking question. Um, if you know the answer, first say me. What is the title of the book that has just been been written by Tim Baker Nukaitobi? Me. What title? Um, South Africa's first black lawyers and the birth of. Oh no, sorry, the land is ours. Semicolon. South Africa's first black lawyers and the birth of constitutionalism in South Africa. Teresa is our <laughs> reigning champ again. Well done. Okay, that's very <laughs> 
<laughs> complete with colon. I mean, what does one say to that? But, Andrea, yeah. you would have won 99% of the time. Thank you for your love of books, the both of you. I can spend the whole weekend with you. Maybe we should do a girls' weekend somewhere in Mahalis, eh? And I just take it. our books with. Yes. How I'd awesome love would to that meet be? Meet up with Andrea for coffee as well. Oh yeah. Okay, we'll make sure that you do. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you so much. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Teresa. Thanks, CBS.